Hi guys, so today we're here to talk about slumps. And you're feeling like, no, you just want to cancel that day. You're feeling tired, you're feeling demotivated, you don't feel like doing anything, you're just feeling unproductive. You know, those days when someone asks you, Nico too, those days. So that's what we're here to talk about. Join me, Unita Iziki, your host on this um, fifth, I think, episode of Niaja Podcast. Slumps. Sasa, where do I start? So I think slumps, if you don't know what slumps are, you probably have experienced one. So slumps are just that period of time when you're feeling what I described before. And I think it manifests differently for everyone, but it's kind of the same thing. For me, I can say um, I've been in a slump. I've been in a major slump for the past almost three months now. I've been in a creative slump. I haven't been able to create as you know, as often as I do. If you're a regular listener, you know that. And I've also been in a kind of general life slump. I haven't been as productive and as motivated as I used to be. And I don't know, honestly, if someone were to ask me the reason why we have slumps, I don't know. But I feel like partly, partly our bodies are tired and we don't want to admit it. And they decide, you know what, I'm going to take a break whether or not you can. And your body takes a break and it doesn't prepare you for it. And you're just feeling like, nah, I can't do this. So I think for me, um, let me just, I want to I wanna lay it out for you the way this slump kind of developed and the red flags that I saw and I ignored them. Now later on, you could just realize, oh shit, I should have noticed it starting from here. So I think um, the main thing I was feeling, like the major thing was fatigue. I was always feeling fatigued. Oh my God, I was so tired from the most, I don't know, mundane things. And I ignored the fatigue. I ignored the fatigue because I had things I needed to do and places I needed to be and a lot of responsibilities at that time. So mean Kalinga to your story, I swept it under the carpet. I said, you know what? I am a strong, independent woman and nothing is gonna is gonna <laughs> nothing is gonna hold me back. And I remember talking to one of my friends and telling them, you know what? It was actually um Stephanie, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. And I remember talking to them and I was telling them, you know me, I'm not an emotional person. I'm a very logical person. I just, you know, I just put off things until when I'm ready to deal with them. I just don't let emotions interrupt. And I remember this thing used to build up pole pole. Like, because I was feeling fatigued, but I'm ignoring it. I'm feeling overworked, overwhelmed, but I'm ignoring it. And then it reached a point where... I experienced what I came to realize later was a panic attack. Yani, I was just, um, I was just uh, doing something that was a very regular part of my daily routine, and I started to feel like I can't breathe, like I literally can't breathe. And it, I, I thought at first it was because of my mask, because of you know Corona and everything. So it wasn't working. I felt like. You literally feel like there's oxygen in the room, but you can't like. The ventilation is not working. It's not flowing into your lungs the way it's supposed to. And it was mad scary, guys. It was mad scary. And I remember 
Why was it was a bit of an enclosed space? So I quickly rush outside. I take off my mask. I sit down. I start breathing. At that time, nilikuwa na hyperventilate. It was so bad. And if you had seen me at that time, I was I was honestly looking so scared. And I was looking like, I think if you had seen me, it was, it was starting to look a bit, a bit of a heart attack situation. I, I'm not even lying. I'm not even trying to exaggerate right now. Okay, maybe just a little but. It was bad and I was feeling nauseated. I felt like I wanted to vomit, I wanted to poop, I wanted to pee. I just so much was going on in my body that I could not understand and I thought I was like physically sick until I went to hospital and they're like, "Oh, everything is fine." And I'm like, "Okay." So I experienced two such episodes following that one and me being me i was like you know what there's just not enough air <laughs> i just swept it under the carpet told myself you're a strong independent woman and nothing is gonna hold you back later on <laughs> when the slump started slapping i started realizing that that was a panic attack because i never i never saw me I, i don't know i think i'm a happy person or am i i don't know you know that that was the time i started questioning everything about myself I was just I don't know I just I had repressed so much for so long and it was starting to bubble up in ways that I could not predict and the fact that I couldn't control it was starting to piss me off so what followed that so I ignored the panic attacks obviously being me and hey, what happened after that was a bit embarrassing so after giving my my friend a whole speech of how I'm not an emotional person I went for this exam that I had that was a face to face exam it was just me and the examiner and we were having a conversation and because of the anxiety that i had built up and the stress i just i walked in and it's my brain just stood outside and said i'm going to see you ukitoka and i went into that exam and the embarrassment in that room was monumental and i walked out <laughs> i walked out and i was feeling so bad cuz that exam was supposed to like It was supposed to grade me on what I had done for the past eight weeks. So I knew that I had messed that up and I got out and I swear I had balancing tears. There's a signing sheet that was supposed to sign um, that's supposed to confirm that you've done the exam. And I was looking at the sky because I couldn't look down because the tears were going to start falling. It was that bad. And the thing is, I wasn't crying because of what had happened over the last year. maybe 10 minutes of that exam i was crying because of all this repressed emotions and stress and fatigue and all these things that nilikwani me cram to head put them in a little box in my mind and i did not want to think about them and i did not want to address them and the minute that they started coming out they came out with no shame whatsoever yes that happened and i think that my i think it was a slump that had built up slowly because of all these emotions and finally my body said no what we're done and i think that's when my slump proper started you know and i was I used to lie in bed the whole day not the whole day let's say up to like maybe midday then wake up go get a snack go back to bed um, attend my lectures while still in my bed and it was very unproductive and i wasn't learning much and i was procrastinating i wasn't doing my dishes i wasn't i wasn't you know like everything was just in disarray and it was <sighs> dark times dark times those ones and and believe it or not <laughs> I, i think i i started pulling out of this slump about 
12 hours ago yes i started pulling out of this slump around 12 hours ago and i think the first thing that helped me about this slump oh no no let me first say the things that did not help me the things that did not help me was one posting memes and using humor as a <laughs> using humor as a coping mechanism those are the two things that did not did not help me at all kwanza posting memes about how oh it's funny how you're in bed and you're just panicking but you're not doing anything about it and the fact that you're not doing anything about it makes you panic more and now you are even more unable to do anything about it and it was just such a comical <laughs> such a comical situation that did not help talking about it with friends when you're at the end of talking about it you guys just say oh you're feeling fatigued same you're feeling stressed same you're feeling overwhelmed same and actually not doing anything about it i came to realize that that also doesn't help and i had to take some active action and i think i think the most um the biggest epiphany i had in getting out of this major slump was sometimes you need to control the physical in order to take care of the mental and the emotional as in as in lazima ufanye kitu na your body you have to you have to reaffirm that it's your mind that controls your body and i know it's so hard because if you're going through a slump right now shout out to you it's completely normal don't feel stressed don't feel like don't feel like you're the only one basically because I, i know it's almost impossible to not feel stressed but like you're not the only one everyone has been through this i promise so i think the first thing ni just um know that your mind has power over your body and you feel like you have no control but imagine you do you do and that's that's the worst thing about slumps losing control over one thing makes you think you've lost control over everything and so you just let things flow and you just drift along and you need to realize you have control relax chill out chill out relaxation chill out you have control you're in control so that's the one thing and that's the first thing you need to understand and you need to accept that you're in a slump and you need to realize you're in a slump and you need to talk to people who will help and talking to people was quite an eye opener for me um okay so how did i start solving the problem so i think i started solving the problem by noticing the things that triggered my slumps and breaking the cycle what do i mean as in unamka every morning send your you snooze your alarm like four or five times and then you decide ah let me watch an episode of modern family while still in bed do you figure eight and then eight i start my day afresh sasa kabisa kabisa vizuri and then what happens when eight reaches obviously you don't you don't and that's how your slump becomes now your whole day it defines your whole day so for me because it usually starts with me snoozing my alarm that's the one thing i said aki i'm not snoozing it i'm not snoozing it it just it went off like this and as i was out of bed like this and it it broke the cycle it was so amazing what that did for the rest of my day and i think that's the one thing just find that car one thing one thing that triggers your slumps it might be a disappointment it might be maybe failing a paper or doing something and it doesn't go so well and you just feel like you know what I'm just nitalala nitalala because despite what I do nothing is going right it may be just one small thing that's triggering it so for me the most effective thing was figuring out the life cycle of my slumps and breaking that car one thing and i think the other thing that really helped was you know the regular stuff that we're told every day 
exercise diet get go outside take a walk get some sunshine talk to some people you know just breaking the habits and yeah i think that's that's it that's that's basically it's really i don't know it's so simple getting out of a slump is so simple but so hard i don't know if that makes sense to anyone who's listening it's so simple because you know what you need to do but it's so hard like getting the energy and just pulling yourself together convincing your body aki please wishe guys able let's get out of bed just convincing your body i think that's like the hardest part and what's even harder is when you get out of a slump and you're slowly like bado unajua you're starting to like mobilize yourself and everything and then just one thing happens that sets you back like i don't know maybe maybe uh, breaking your slump for you consisted of going for a morning jog since you're every single day and then <laughs> after you've after you've been doing that for like 3 days and it starts to work and you're getting out of your slump slowly the fourth day it decides to rain in the morning because the weather is just inconsiderate like that and you're like no i can't go for a jog because it's raining so what do you decide to do you sleep and like getting back to the progress getting back to the pattern that you had you had laid out before i think that's like all, also another really hard part for me and what i did when i got those setbacks instead of swing of doing something passive like watching something on netflix or like taking a nap i did something active like i think listening to a podcast is actually active because you can listen to it while you do something else and also i think um doing something physical maybe you can't exercise outside try exercising in your house or maybe do the dishes or maybe mop the floor and i also realized another trigger for my nini was not doing the dishes okay i know it sounds like such a minor thing but for me like just seeing dishes in the sink it does something to my spirit i can't explain but it just it sucks the energy out of me so i try i try to not let dishes pile because babu guys I mean I feel like that's the center of all my problems. So cuz when when they pile I feel like I'm losing it. I can't I don't even like doing dishes if you're being completely honest. So I don't know maybe it's just one small thing that upsets you. I know some people I've spoken to a couple of my friends for them it's when their their clothes are on the floor or like their room is not organized or stuff like that just find that one thing that sets you off and try fixing it and never you know like controlling it if it's your clothes like jaribu they are they don't have to be perfectly arranged the whole time but just try like picking one or two whenever you're walking by and slowly like creating order does that make sense i don't know if it makes sense but you get you get what i'm driving at i hope so that's what slumps have been like for me and then something else i want to try cuz i feel like my slump went on for a bit too long so i started to get worried especially with the panic attacks and everything and i was wondering could it be that his slumps they are a symptom of something bigger so i talked to a couple of people and i decided to you know go for therapy i can't just be out here preaching mind telling people oh go for therapy go for therapy and me i'm not doing it when i think i need it so i decided to just go maybe it's me overreacting maybe i'm actually on to something that i need to deal with i do not know but but it's something i felt like if i was having headaches and i had i had a headache for 
I've been having a headache for the last three months, I'd definitely seek medical attention. So why not give the same attention to my mental health? You know, if I've been experiencing something for the last three months. Yeah, and I booked myself a session and I'm looking forward to it. I have to admit I was a bit cynical. Um, I, I also spoke to a couple of, of people about it. Some were like, yeah, go do it. Others are like, eh, they're going to tell you the stuff you already know. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go see how it goes. Keep an open mind. Yeah. Yeah. It is like that. So, yeah, I think. And also another thing is um, do not shame yourself when you're going through. When you're going through a slump, Aki, don't shame yourself and don't hate yourself. I know it's so easy to do that, but it's fine. You're not the first one to go through a slump. You're not, and you won't be the last one. People have gone through slumps. It's fine. And don't let other people shame you either. You know, sometimes it reaches a point where you just say, ah, is it a slump? Or maybe I'm just lazy. Deep down, you know you're not. So like, try pulling yourself out of it. Be gentle with yourself. We all sleep up. We all make mistakes. The point ni uji okote, uji pende, you. And... You know, this life, we have to move regardless. Yeah, so that's that's all I had for you. Um, I have an audio from a friend. Um, it's about shadow work. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting perspective on how to deal with slumps. And, you know, the thing with slumps is in a kwanga, a bit self-destructive. Because you do things that you know are going to be harmful to your future self. But you do them anyway. So... It's about shadow work. It's a very small segment. I'm organizing that me and him have a have an interview later when we'll really get into shadow work and describe it fully. Yeah, so that's all I had for you guys. Um, as you work on your mental health, remember that slums are okay. They are normal. Don't judge yourself. Don't be too harsh. I cannot repeat this enough. Do not be too harsh uh, with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And you're going to get through it. I promise. I promise. And yeah, I hope my tips are going to be helpful. If you guys have any other tips that have been helpful to you, if you want to add anything, if you want to talk to me about your experiences with slumps, you can. You can connect with me through my social media pages. Wink, wink at underscore Mpekedu underscore Mpekedu is M-P-E-K-E-T-H-U on Twitter or on Instagram. By the way, you can also um, send me voice notes if you listen through Anchor. I, I know there's that feature. So yeah, feel free to interact with me. Also, the last thing I wanted to leave you guys with is that there is an, there's a site, there's an online site where you can get a virtual therapist. It's an app developed by Kenyan youth, which I think is so cool. And you can, it, it's called Doctors Live. You can get it from Play Store. I don't think it's on iOS yet, but they're going to make sure. I think by the end of this month, it's going to be up. So you can book yourself a, a session. It's relatively cheaper than, you know, like physical therapists um, from what I have seen. And yeah, I hope you guys, Mteza decide. it's a really cool app. Just go check it out. It has so many other features. I do not want to get into them right now because I will not stop talking. So yeah, that's it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. I really enjoyed making this. Yeah, see you guys next time. Bye.